0: It's Eat Right Radio. It's all about eating right. Produced with the help of our friends at the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Here's Melanie Cole, MS everywhere all the time commercials and media you just see it and hear it and think about it all the time but this raises questions about snacks do kids really need snacks when is snacking appropriate or not appropriate my guest today is registered dietitian nutritionist Christy King she's a senior pediatric dietitian at Texas Children's Hospital welcome to the show Christy so snacking to snack or not to snack are we supposed to and what are some really good ones for us
1: Yeah, those are all really great questions. And, you know, what's interesting is that if you look at the trends, our snacking amongst kids has doubled since 1977. So our kids are now consuming more snacks with about a fourth of their daily caloric intake is coming from snacks. So, And unfortunately, they're not all healthy snacks. These snacks that are contributing to their their caloric intake are snacks that are high in salt, uh, candy, sugar-sweetened beverages, and desserts. So we know that snacks are extremely important in children, and they're not just special treats anymore because I think when you and I were growing up, and, and I think most parents would, would testify to the fact that a snack was something that was a special treat, and we're kind of going away from that train of thought. And we're going into something that snacks are there to help bridge gaps of nutrients that your child may need. They're there to help uh, reduce hunger spikes and to help young children and adults from being hangry. You know, the the popular term where you get Mm. hungry and you become angry because you're hungry. So we want to prevent that. And that's why a snack is so important for for kids and for adults.
0: So, so important. We, so what yeah. are some great, great snacks? Because, you know, you've talked about whether it's good for kids and us, but there's mm-hmm. chips out there, and then there's healthy chips and multigrain chips and, you know, fruits <laughs> and veggies. And So what are some really good healthy snacks we can just grab and go?
1: Right. So the thing to remember about healthy snacks is that they should be planned just like you plan your meals, you want to make sure that you're planning your snacks, especially for your kids as well. So a snack should be about 100 to 200 calories. That's considered a snack. And for kids, try to incorporate two food groups or more into that snack. So an example would be like a piece of fresh fruit with a light string cheese stick. You could do celery with some sort of nut butter, or you could do uh, celery with a soft cheese or or a light cream cheese that's spread in the middle. So it's kind of a new twist on the ants on a log. You could do graham crackers with peanut butter or with yogurt. You could do uh, carrots or bell pepper slices with hummus. So you'll see that what we're looking for is we're looking for a snack that's about 100 to 200 calories and one that has two or more food groups with it. And the reason why we want to look at that and we want to focus on that is because, one, we'll make sure that our kids are getting the nutrients that they need, but two, those two different food groups are going to provide us various things, various fat content, various protein content, and various carbohydrate content to help them keep full so that they aren't going to be hungry until their next meal.
0: Absolutely great advice, really, with some good ideas for things that you can grab and go. Now, what about putting things, because kids snack at school, Christy. So what about granola bars, and there's a million of those on the market, Z-bars and this and that. Are those good snacks, or do they really pack the calories in?
1: Well, you want to be careful about the type of snack that you're choosing, especially if you're going to go for a granola bar or some other type of bar. So, again, you want to look at the calorie content. We want it to be between 100 and 200 calories. And we want to look at the sugar. Now, some granola bars do have quite a bit of sugar because they have dried fruit in there. That's very different than added sugar. And that can be really confusing for parents because it's confusing for health providers as well sometimes. So you want to, if you have a question, what I recommend is just kind of stay away from the book from the bars. You can use the bars, you know, in a pinch if you need to, but it's not something that we want your child to rely on every single day. So aim more for those whole fruits and vegetables, aim for those nut butters or yogurts or string cheese sticks. Those types of things so that we make sure that they're getting, you know, a good variety of nutrients.
0: So we really do want that whole good variety. And we want to get our kids to try more things and ourselves, too, because it's easy to mindless, mindlessly snack. So, Christy, give us your best advice for not mindlessly snacking.
1: Right. So there is a huge difference between snacking and grazing. And grazing is going to be that mindless eating. Where snacking is plant. So like I, I said before, you know, our meals are planned. Our snacks should be planned as well. So we want to make sure that we plan the snacks, and that will help you from from mindlessly eating later on. Um, with the grazing, we have constant nibbling. But the problem with this is that you're never allowing yourself to get full. You're never reaching your full satiety point. And you actually need that so that, that way your stomach has a – chance to kind of digest that before your next meal, your next time you eat. So if you're mindlessly grazing all day long, you're kind of setting your your metabolism and digestion off into a tailspin, and that's what we don't want to happen. So snacks are things that should be eaten in between meals, whereas grazing in that mindless is occurring all day long. So if you plan your snacks out it, I think parents and and kids will find that it much easier to to stick to it.
0: Do you have some favorite sort of chippy foods on the market that you like?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm a I'm a big fan of, of pita chips and hummus. One of my most favorite things. Uh, so that's really easy to do. You can actually make your own at home with with pita bread. It takes two seconds to, to cut it up and, and put it in the oven, your kids can help with that as well. Uh, other types of things that tend to be salty, uh, some sort of cracker, um, you know, bite-sized crackers that kids can pick up and they can, you know, put with cheese or they can use a dip with, whether it's a yogurt dip or a hummus-type dip. Those are tend to be my favorite, and they tend to go over very well with with the kids. And I think that what's important when you are dealing with kids and you're talking about planning your snacks and packing their snacks because kids do need snacks. We know that most kids, depending upon lunchtime, are going to have a mid-morning snack at school and then they're going to have a snack after school. So we want to give the kid an option as to what they're going to choose for their snack because they're going to be more likely to eat it if they have a choice in it, versus trading it with their friend that has something that might be a little bit more desirable to them. So we want to make sure that we're giving them lots of choices and say, you know, here are five things. What are two things that you would like to take for your snack or your after-school snack? So we want to make sure that our kids are most definitely involved in the planning as well as preparing their snack so that they are a little bit more invested in it and are more willing to eat it and maybe try new things.
0: And Christy, in just the last minute or so that we have left, your best advice for healthy snacking and snacking right so that we really don't overdo it and add to our daily caloric intake.
1: Exactly. 100 to 200 calories is our snack. We want to make sure that they're planned and two different food groups. Make sure that we're getting a good protein source and a carbohydrate or vegetable with you know hummus or vegetable with another protein source or a dairy so that's my best advice for for parents and get your kids involved and and it's a great time to help teach them what healthy snacking is what are healthy foods and it can open a dialogue to a whole new level
0: Thank you so much. You're listening to Eat Right Radio with our friends from the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. For more information, you can go to eatright.org. That's eatright.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening.